up everybody welcome to another episode of lem me no i'm your host angel lem today i'm sitting with raisa licea she's an actor a comedian born and raised in miami florida she is one part of spanish aki presents alongside with oscar montoya carlos santos and tony rodriguez they're the first latinx only improv team and now you can find them streaming live on the earwolf network Make sure you go at him and subscribe to Spanish Aki Presents on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find Raiza at Raiza Licea on Instagram. So first of all, I want to thank Raiza for coming on the show. I appreciate it. First heard of Raiza through Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer. There she mentioned that she was uh, the one of the first improv groups of Latinx improv groups. Personally, I'm a big fan of improv because I'm such a big fan. I know that there's not a lot of Latino, Latinx people of, of, or that many people of color in improv. So when I when I heard that she was one part of or they were, she was part of this group, right away I had to go check them out. And I, I attended the first anniversary of um, Spanish Aki Presents at the UCB Theater. I took my day, I took my girl and... We had such a good time and there you guys are gonna like i think i mentioned it on the show or i will mention it she they were doing improv and she told a story about a machete and i got really really intimidated by that and you know i went back uh, like once the show was over i went back and i saw her she was with a group of friends and i wanted to say hi introduce myself but then I remember that machete story and it was a no-go for me. I said, you know what? Maybe there, there'll be a better time for me to introduce myself. And I also met Carlos Santos. You might've seen him on Gentified. I've been calling it Gentified for some reason. He's the, the trained chef. And yeah, she, he, he's a super cool guy. I really liked him. I actually did shoot my shot with him and I don't think it went anywhere. You guys have heard of me talking about Paul F. Tompkins. You guys know that at one point I was really in like a serious depression and I and I contemplating suicide and you know I was desperate for anything and like and I found this podcast called Comedy Bang Bang and the first episode was featuring Paul F. Tompkins and Bobby Monahan. You probably know Bobby from Matt TV, but yeah, so I heard the first episode that it was the time Bobby episode, the very very first one. And I was able to laugh again, you know, after all my depression, I couldn't listen to music. I was like stuck in a really bad place. And that episode really helped me, especially the, the Tom, Paul of Tompkins character. It really like got, got me out of my depression into a better state. And ever since then, I've been listening to Comedy Bang Bang. And 
they they actually had Polly Tompkins on their on I think it was their second episode. That means that I'm one step closer to having Polly Tompkins on the show and hopefully telling them how much I appreciate his comedy and you know it really would mean a lot to me. So hopefully that that happens soon. But like I said today we're sitting with Liza. Liza is an actor and a comedian and very very talented. You can listen to them. I believe every Monday they drop new episodes on the Earwolf Network. Just look up Spanish Aki Percent. They, they've had people from Gent- Hentified, Vida. If you're a fan of podcasts, they, they just had they, they just had Diosa and Mala on their on their podcast. They've had people from Roswell, the TV show. They've had people from Vida, One Day at a Time, comedians. They've had so many great people that they're, they're making it big in Hollywood or in the entertainment business. And they just, they give you a little story about them. You know, they talk to them. They kind of interview them. And at the end, they, and they also tackle issues. And at the end, they pretty much, they, they do a little improv little game about the stories that they just talked about. Really entertaining, super fun. I suggest you go listen to them. Maybe after this, or if you want to stop this and go listen to them, I really, it doesn't really matter as long as you listen to both of us, I guess, but because I do want you to listen to me. But anyways, I think at this point, I'm just rambling on. So like I said today, like we're going to talk about her being one of the, the first Latin, being in one of the first Latinx group and being the first woman in a Latinx group and breaking into this white club, I guess, that is improv. And being featured and having their own podcast on this network that, like I said, it's mostly whites. But personally, I'm a fan, so I'm not gonna hold them against that. But because they brought me Paula Tompkins, and I can't, I can't get mad at them. Paula Tompkins is one of the sweetest and the smartest guys that that's out there. And you know, if they thought that he was so great, then obviously, like I must, I must not be that wrong, right? So. So yeah, so make sure you go add them, subscribe to uh, Spanish Aki Percent, go leave them a review, go message Riza, go message Earwolf, tell them to go add them for another season, and you know what, let's listen to some Bad Bunny. Antes tú me pichaba, tú me pichaba, ahora yo picheo, antes tú no quería, ahora yo no quiero, antes tú me pichaba, ahora yo picheo. Antes tú no querías, ahora yo no quiero, no, tranqui, yo perreo sola, mm. yo perreo sola, yo perreo sola, yo perreo sola, okay, okay, ay, ay, ay. Que ningún baboso se le pegue La disco se prende cuando ella llegue A los hombres los tienes de hobby Una marquilla como Nairobi Y tú la ves bebiendo de la botella Los nenes y las nenas quieren con ella Tiene más de 20, me enseñó la cédula Del amor es una incrédula Ella está soltera antes que se pusiera de moda No creen amor, le estamos el foda El DJ la pone y se la sabe toda Se trepa en la mesa y que se joda En el perreo no se quita, fumo y se pone bellaquita, se llama si te necesita, pero por ahora está solita, ella perrea sola, ella perrea sola, perrea sola, ella perrea sola, sola, ella perrea sola. Ella perrea sola. Ella perrea sola. 
sola. Tiene una amiga problemática y otra que casi ni habla. Pero las tres son una diabla. Y ahí se puso mini falta. Los Phillies en la Hollywood en la guarda. Y me dice papi. Estoy en dura como Nati. Borracha y loca a ella no le importa. Vamos a perrear la vida corta. Ey. Y me dice papi. Estoy en dura como Nati. Después de las 12 no se comporta. Vamos a perrear la vida corta. Y tú me pichabas. Tú me pichabas. Ahora yo picheo. Antes tú no querías. Ahora yo no quiero. Antes tú me pichabas. Ahora yo picheo. Antes tú no querías. Ahora yo no quiero. No, tranqui. Yo perreo sola. What's up, guys? Welcome back. So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed that song right there. So, today I'm singing with Raisa Licea. She's one part of Spanish Aquí Presenta, right? Spanish Aquí Presents. Oh, yeah. Presents. But you I can say Presenta. Spanish. Yeah, I want to say, like, I was writing it backwards too. I, I was, <laughs> Uh, uh, Spanish presenta aquí like I don't know whatever but anyways <laughs> anyway so um, she's also a comedian and she's an actress so I've been wanting to have her on for a while now but mainly because she's a like a co-podcaster but also she's one of the few Latinx I think the first or one of the few Latinx improv groups out here they made it big in my eyes they made it to the mountaintop <laughs> they, their podcast is on the earwood earwolf network which my dream was to be featured to have one my podcast there and they did it they beat me to it but i'm glad because they pretty much they they opened up the door so i could put my little toe but not a big toe my little toe yeah you know? mira that's that's not the point that's that's part of it just yeah. opening up doors yeah so thank you like first of all thank you for being here like you it's such I'm a little nervous I'm not gonna lie because mm -hmm. you know first of all I told you like you made me a little bit like nervous the, the first time not nervous but um I really forgot the word even though I said it before we started you said you said that I intimidated yeah you. intimidated so basically like I attended your, the their one year anniversary at UCB and she was telling a story how she has a machete in the back of her car and she had to almost use it that day and i was like ah oh, you know what sometimes i put my foot in my mouth and this is probably not the time and you know she was around people i was like uh just let her have her space it was their one year anniversary so i was like you know what pick your moments and i i, I thought maybe that's not the, the time to like barge in and introduce yourself maybe like another time you know yeah i'm i'm known to be uh, intimidating and aggressive for whatever reason but yeah i'm like i i think at, at shows it's okay like i want people to, to say hi to me it feels i always talk about it um like on the podcast or even like with real like my friends after or whatever it's hard because like your friends come like your friends friends like my girls my boys that i talk to and text all day long all the time or whatever and then you have like friends that like you haven't seen them forever and then they come to this one show and you're like damn like you're not gonna get a drink after okay cool so like i have like seven minutes to give you right now huh. and i'm also like we're like on such a high when we get off the stage like it's just i feel like we've had such great sets no matter what even if like you know whatever it is that we're it's going through our our minds that day or whatever craziness once we get on the stage 
we just like forget about that. And then when we get off, it's all, it's like a wedding. Like after you got married, you walked down the aisle, you said your I do's and then you go to the reception, you gotta like say hi to todas las mesas or like enseñeras, you know, you go to, to all the mesas. That's how it feels yeah. for, at least for me, for sure. But I, I know the boys also, we talk about that. We're like, yeah, it feels like a wedding. And then you feel rude if you don't like say hi to someone. Like yeah. I like didn't kiss someone when I said hi to them. Um, this was like, uh, they came with a group of people and I think I said hi to everybody. And for whatever reason, I missed that one person and they bothered me for months about it. And I was like, I swear. <laughs> but now we can't kiss anybody. So it's easier yeah. now. Like I but have that you, great excuse. Just, yeah, just tell them it was because I was preparing myself from like years from now, months from yeah. now. Like, you know, like I, I didn't know if I had it and I was just trying to keep you safe. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was ahead of the, the game there without go, knowing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of your podcast and you actually had one of my favorite my like my favorite people in the world their host or like whatever comic or improvisers yeah. Olive Tompkins and I mentioned like I'm one one step closer to me than him and hopefully having him on um, <laughs> but yeah so you're you have one of the like I think the first Latinx podcast featured on the Earwolf, Earwolf Network yeah and that's not that's a big thing especially because like in my opinion I don't know if it's true but I think impro- like improv is a white white place you know you don't mm-hmm. really see latinos latinx people people of color there you know it's mostly yeah. by white people for some reason but yeah yeah so what what has been your experience like now that you you're right there in the earwolf network like do they do they like give you any special treatment because <laughs> i wish no everybody everybody has been so amazing on earwolf uh it's i feel very lucky i've 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 been able to I can say I've been the first like Latina or the first Latinx team for like a couple things. You know, I was the first bilingual Latina to be put on a Herald team in UCB, um, which was wild just then because I like never even thought about that until like a couple people had mentioned it to me. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I guess I don't think about that, but like you guys did. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we were the first all Latinx team to have a main stage show, uh, Spanish, the SAP Spanish Hockey Presents show um, that we do once a month. And then in Earwolf, again, like you said, we were the first and are, as of now, the only Latinx comedy podcast. Cause obviously, you know, they, they're a comedy network. So that's, that's what they're doing. And since we were killing the game in the live shows, um, our producer Cody, she was she was one of like the Hefa like managers at UCB when we first started our show, um, and she's the one that reached out to me and was like, and to us, she was like, you know, do you guys want to do this? And I, like I said earlier, I was like, I'm not a podcast person. I never like. I'm always like everybody in everybody in LA, everybody and their mother has a podcast. But like when I posted about being on Earwolf when we got, cause we had to do a pilot and then yeah. they picked us, oh. you know, they didn't just give it to us. We had to like prove that we would be a good podcast. Yeah. Um, and also it's four of us. So I think that's also like a, like a harder type of podcast to just navigate in general. Cause it's four of us. And then when we do have guests and that adds another layer and sometimes we have two guests and things like that, you know, so it does add like more people to the mix that can make it a little bit like crazy. Um, but yeah, like they've, they've been so good. Like the, you know, the VP Colin, he's always so supportive too. And, you know, since the beginning, it's really hard to, to put, push a team or a podcast that like nobody, nobody's like, like, famous I guess or has like huge clout like now Carlitos you know because of gente fight you know he has that you know that fame and that stuff going on which is cool because I think a lot of people now will listen to us or have been listening to us because of him because they found him on gente fight and stuff like that so you know 
being like people being coming from somewhere I'm like oh nobody like nobody knows who the fuck I am or whatever that is you know like not that it matters but you're like is anybody gonna want to listen to me or care so they they've been very welcoming and all of that also they have great snacks and coffee coffee there they got that cold brew and they have a little a little uh, espresso maker and stuff so appreciate appreciate the snacks at your work yeah 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 top I mean, 10 that, that, that's awesome like <laughs> like like I said like I wanted to be like I always hope like I, I started listening to I think comedy bang bang like back in like 2014 yeah. and like I mentioned I found out like the first episode was featuring Polly of Tompkins and ever since that day like I've been a super fan I heard like I went all the way to the first episode and not to see that like and my 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 dream or my goal was like hopefully I create a podcast where I could maybe be part of of your world for somehow connected to them but now seeing you like doing this like it's it's amazing so I gotta ask you, like, I'm personally, like, I, I feel the pressure just talking to you. So, like, having the pressure of, like, so many Latinx people, like, like I guess we're all hoping that you make it this, like, huge so you could pull one of us up, including myself, because I still want to be part of it, you know? But, like, do you feel any pressure, like, like, being one of the first or being the first? Um, I think, yeah, I, I look, I think as, like, like, Latin, like, I identify as a Latina, you know, I do say Latinx when I speak of people in general. Um, and I think that there, there's always going to be pressure, unfortunately, like just being a woman of color, being a woman in general, being a woman of color um, and, you know, being a, being the first of something, there's, there's pressure because people people give so many easier passes like when it's like you said like when we were talking about the comedy world earlier like it's a bunch of straight white dudes that's usually what i what i used to see on stage and same thing with the podcast like it's a bunch of straight white dudes just like having their opinion and it's like okay great like we have a thousand of you giving your same opinion like let's let me hear from a black guy let me hear from like a woman like whatever that is um so i do think that there's definitely pressure um it's 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 something that like I feel like we have to be so good or we have to get the biggest guest or those things like I do get sometimes anxious about that because I feel like worse I feel like I'm still proving myself to people especially in the podcast because I mean I don't know I've never gone on reddit but I hear it's terrible so like I never want to like go and check what anything has ever been said about me and anything <laughs> um not that I care but I just don't want to have that like in the back of my head well, um, after this I'll go and make sure I'll, I'll write something nice about you okay good yes yes thank you yeah. thank you everybody else listen <laughs> write something nice say my voice is annoying but no, I'm just kidding um but yeah I think I I definitely think it, there's just pressure in general for for people of color no matter what and just and women like mm -hmm. anything that's a minority or like a like a diverse group of people we're always gonna have more pressure than a straight white dude yeah yeah i mean yeah. at least as at least you're able to share the like i guess the pressure with with you got three three guys right there right yes yes they identify so sorry but you got yeah no they do they do <laughs> right, so they they got you got you got you got somebody to share the like the pressure the burden with i guess it's mm -hmm. not a burden but still you know but it's, yeah it's awesome and also i think on the the first that the one I went to, the show I went to, you guys featured like uh, all Latina, all Latinx, like women, um, Herald team, right? Or a team. Oh uh, yeah, we put mashups. So what we do is, so the variety, it's a variety show. Uh -huh. 
there's always one thing that never changes. We always have a celebrity guest that I interview with the, the boys are on stage. It's me, Carlos, Tony, and Oscar. We are SAP. And at the end, we interview the celebrity guest and then we do improv based off their interview. Everything is made up. There's no way for us to like plan. We don't practice or rehearse. We've never had practice or rehearsed for any of that stuff. Um, Cause you can't, like, I don't, I don't know what, what the guest is gonna say when I interview them. I also don't plan any of my questions. My, my interviews also improv always. Um, it just depends like what the vibe is that night for both of us while we're sitting there in the chairs, just live. Um, and then we, that's always the same. But then we also, um, we mix in, we've had, we usually try to have a stand-up because there's a lot of stand-ups and there are a lot of like Latinx stand-ups on um, our list. That's probably our longest list of people that like email us to do the show. But since it's only once a month, you know, we get 12 stand-ups maybe in a year. Sometimes we might double it up if like the celebrity guest wants to do stand-up, like Luis Guzman and Sharonis Jackson from Insecure. Both of them did stand-up at our shows. Um, but they also were interviewed. Um, but we've had all types. We've had silent performances. We've had a magician from the Magic Castle that was like one of the only Latinx ones. We've had tons of singers like Twin Shadow, who's like huge and like I'm a huge fan of him. So him even doing the show was like, I was dying. Like I had butterflies the whole night. And I was like, oh my God, I remember last time I saw you like at your show, I was so drunk and like singing and screaming. But it's like, it's definitely, um, it's nice to have the power to put on whatever the fuck we want. Like if you tell me you do this or whatever that is, if I feel like it's something that we can showcase and you're Latinx, like I'm like, cool, submit. Or like if I see you somewhere doing it, I'll go up to you and ask you for your information and, and get them on the show if I can. Yeah, and but I mean, you've had a lot of like people on the, like on, like, Ro like Roswell, I think I heard the last one. I, I forgot her name. But Janine, Janine Mason. She, yeah, she's a, she's a leader of the CW uh, Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, and then yeah. you've had people from One Day at a Time. You've had, yeah. like, so, like, names of people that have been, like, that are featured right now. I think you just had Mala and Diosa. Yes, um, love from, them. Yeah, yeah so, like, you, you're getting a lot of big, like, people that, like, are doing it big. To show an example, like, like, to, like I guess these white people, I guess, like, hey, you know what, like, we also got our, our, our groups over here like that need to be mm -hmm. featured and like I said I, like for me personally that'd be a lot of pressure like making sure I get every single person that like that deserves it and that's working hard and yeah featuring them in my show and I think you're like te can you tell us a little bit of how um uh, Spanish presenta, presents <laughs> aquí right in Spanish, I keep present. Man, I, <laughs> it's okay. We do a lot of Spanglish, so it's fine. And everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people, um, they like will have us uh, like do a show, and they call us Spanish aquí because yeah, the yeah. present. But you like, I guess as a team, we call each other SAP, and then like huh. the show and the shows and the podcast. You're called Spanish Aki Presents, but like, we're like, whatever. It, right, it, so I'm gonna call it SAP then. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is SAP. Um, wait, sorry, what was the question? Oh, like, again? yeah, can you tell us how the podcast works? Like, um so like in regards to like the format uh -huh. okay like, so the format is it's in the beginning we have like a little bit of you know what i say like talking shit just like what was your weekend like or like sometimes like a lot of times we have events or we do stuff or it's somebody's birthday or whatever we saw each other you know things like that or maybe it was a holiday and we talk about it whatever that is and then we get into um, the, the first like segment, I guess you'd say, is Que Te Pica. And in the Que Te Pica segment, we talk about like stuff. It, it, it's very varied. Um, it varies depending on 
just what we have scheduled that day. Sometimes it's something like topical, like we talked about when they were like doing Ricky Renuncia. We did an episode on that of Puerto Rico. Um, you know, we did, uh, we've done political episodes. We've done um, Que Te Picas that are like uh, texting with your ex or like think like things that are like, you'd see like in a Cosmo magazine, but then we also do legit stuff. Like we talked about like a family and finances and like different things. Like it just, everything is always a mix. And like, I might, I might have, like I, I had a Get the Pica one day that I brought up because I went somewhere and this girl that has a regular job, everybody was pretty much like, just like what I call normal people. They're not in entertainment, no big deal, whatever. No shade to them at all. Actually more like security for them type. Yeah. But uh, the way she was speaking to me made me feel like, like she was taking like my profession as a joke mm -hmm. because I wasn't famous maybe, or because I wasn't like able to like spit out all my credits, which I think a lot of people that are normal, they don't understand. Like if you don't, when, I, when you meet a doctor, you don't ask him for his credits and how many people's lives he saved but when you meet an actor you're like oh what have you been in oh who was in that you know like that kind of thing so i think yeah. um i brought that up on purpose because i was feeling some type of way when we got into the studio into the studio uh -huh. the next day <laughs> so a lot of it you know and like um you, the boys will bring up uh get the pica topics too so that's really fun because we get to digest it and talk about it and in the same token we have four different voices so you have me, I'm a straight Latina. I identify as, you know, Latina, she, her, ella. And, uh, you know, and, and I, I have that opinion as a woman. But then you have, you know, Tony, who I identifies as gay. Then I have Oscar, who identifies as queer. And we have Carlos, who identifies as also, you know, a straight but Latino male. So like all of our opinions are always so different. But a lot of times, you know, you'll find similarities within the topics. Um, but it's fun to like disagree and have that back and forth because there's a lot of things that I think we've all learned. Um, and especially being the female voice, I know I, I personally, a lot of DMs of people like, oh my God, it's so nice to like hear you talk about this. Like, thank you. Like you talked about this subject. You like really like you're putting the Latinas out there. You're like, that's how I feel. And I feel like men don't understand me, whether they're Latino or, or white or black or whatever. So that's always a good feeling for me. And that's the first, the first segment is like, and then we always have, um, a guest uh, most of the time they have been like entertainment so it doesn't matter what ethnicity they are for the podcast so we've had like you said Paz Tompkins he's a white dude podcaster um, and you know the first episode that we had Curly Velasquez from BuzzFeed's Beto Like um, love him he's just we also don't just put you if you're Latinx like we like to the pretty much the rule is like it doesn't matter what you are what you identify as you could be straight, you could be a straight white man, just like PFT, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, if you're someone that's like doing good for the community, putting people on your shows, like Rachel Bloom, we had her like in what, like our, one of our first five episodes, I think too, who's like, she's like a Golden Globe winner, had an amazing show, has a wild story, but like her show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is like, to me, one of the most like, diverse shows ever because they have a gay guy playing a straight guy then the straight guy playing a gay guy then the filipino and a, a, you know latina they have like almost everything I, I have everything on that show like i don't i don't i don't know what they don't have to be honest but people that are doing well and we interview them we talk about what's going on if they have something to plug we do it we try to get people when they have stuff coming out you know to obviously help them promote it when it's coming out a movie a show a stand-up special but um, sometimes it's just people that we know that we love and we want to like put them out there as well because uh, you might know SAP because you saw us do, you know, the, how uh, you said the Pod Topkins uh, podcast episode, but then you find out, you know, about 
locatoras and then you find out about this you know random stand-up person that's our friend and we had on or whatever that is so the podcast is a little bit easier to to book guests because you don't have to be latinx but for the show the live show my one rule from the beginning was you must be latinx nobody else on stage i know I mean, that, that's fair especially because other shows don't really bring that people of color into it you know oh yeah and if so. they do it's like it's it's so funny sometimes like i'll see like a poster or a promo for like any other type of show at ucb or, or uh, other theaters you know this ucb is not the only one out there but like other theaters and it's like they put like one black person or one asian person and that's it because they or they put one woman but she's white and it's like again th these are all great things like please yeah. continue to do that but also like realize like you're, you're really not even putting any latinos and i know that like we're we're the majority minority and there's a lot of us out there and there are a lot of people that are latinx and they're doing comedy but they're not being showcased because they're just like oh we'll just get that one from that show and it's you know it's like that's not what that's about like it's it's about finding the new people that giving them a chance and that's part of why um we wanted to do our show why we started sap because we also wanted to like lift each other up and lift our own people up and you know be like okay like you haven't made a herald team the past five six seven years that you've auditioned cool I want to put you on a mashup. Like you mentioned, we had the all girl. They, those were all girls. Um, I think only two of them. Yeah, I think uh, I think we had Nina and Hannah and they're two that were on a Herald team and they're Latinas. Mm -hmm. So they were at the top of like the highest improv level you can team you can be on at that theater. But then we put on another like six girls that like have auditioned or don't audition, but they're really funny and they should be showcased. And we wanted people to see them, you know, shine, even if it's for 15 minutes on the stage. And how did you get into improv? Like, did, did you start acting then improv or was it the other way around? Um, so I like never, I don't know. I never really like would say my focus was comedy when I came out here. I wanted to be an actor. I have a, you know, I have my, my, my bachelor's is, is from uh, FIU in Miami, Florida International University. And um, it's in theater performance. So like I have a legit degree in acting, but I came out here, went to watch a show once with my cousin, um, Jen. And cause she was like, you're, you're like, she would like talk to me. And I think too, it's like the Miami Cuban in me that it's like, I'm such a like different person when I meet people, especially in the beginning, they're like, you're so like, I don't know what it is and I'm like I, it, you're just not used to like you're not used to this whole thing I don't know what it is I can't tell you because it's me it's like that fast speaking and yeah uh-huh I, I talk super fast I apparently have an accent that like I personally don't hear but then sometimes I'll hear like an episode of and I'll be like oh my god or like my friend from Miami will be like bro I just heard your podcast and like your accent is so strong and I'm like really <laughs> But I also think it depends like what we're talking about and if yeah, I get like yeah. heated or not. But so yeah, so I came, I watched, um, I watched a show and I fell in love immediately. And then I started just taking the classes, saving my money, taking the classes, saving my money. It's, it's expensive. Like comedy school, now it's $500 to take a class. When I first started, it was like, I think 250, but again, 250, you know, five years ago yeah. or six years ago was my 500. So um, yeah, and I, I just started doing it. And then I, I wanted to do it too, but then I saw the price. I was like, yeah, maybe I could get the book because I know you guys have they have a book too. I was like, yeah, I'll start with the book and then I'll maybe I'll take the class. They have a diversity um, scholarship as well that can help you to um, take a class. And uh, I mean, right now, you know, look, 
we're recording this from our own homes on yeah. Zoom and it's, you know, because of COVID, we're, we're nobody knows what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Uh, UCB New York just closed on Monday, just two days ago, like they closed, they're done. Um, it's really sad, uh, but you know, LA uh, as of now is still, it's closed obviously like everything else, but you know, I feel like it will, it'll come back once we come back. Um, I don't know what that looks like, but they do, they did, and they do have a diversity scholarship. I never got it, somehow. <laughs> I know, I applied like probably four times and I never got it. I don't know why, but whatever. I'm like... You were Lat Latinx enough? Or? I well, I don't know. I, at the time, I don't know. Who knows? Quien sabe, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. I got the yeah, biggest yeah. the biggest Latinx show there, so now I guess can, I don't need it. <laughs> you can show them now. Now, now they're, they're paying you. Mm -hmm, they should be. I'm like, we don't yeah. get paid. We don't. Get, that's another thing. A lot of people think we get paid from those yeah, shows. Yeah. We no. don't. <laughs> well, not even from the UCB ones. No. No. Mm -mm. No. What? No. No. Uh, yeah. We got a free theater space to do it, and I could put whoever I want, and I could do whatever I want on the stage. Obviously, like you know, that's yeah. like <laughs> allowed, I guess, or not problematic, which we wouldn't do that. But still, um, but yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't make a dollar off any of the tickets or any of that. So it's a very much a passion project for all of us. Like. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're 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 all actors, and you know, we audition all the time, and we're booking stuff, and we're doing commercials, or we're on set, or you know, whatever it is that we're doing, we're writing, we're we're doing our podcast. I think in the end of the day, um, the relationships that we've all garnered from it, and like the people, you know, there's people that like know who I am, they know who the boys are as well, they know who we are as a team because of the show. So I do, you know, I. I am gracious for the space, and and I I've always you know been happy about that. It, it comes with its with its uh, hardships. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully, like, well, maybe you'll be featured on Hentified next. It's Hentified or Gentrified. Hentified, Hentified. Hentified yeah. So, so maybe you'll be featured next season because I Dale. know for sure they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> have it. like the way they ended it, super heartbreaking. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on, on Netflix now, and you'll be supporting. Uh, SAP no Carlitos yeah Carlos as yeah Carlos is on it also um the two creators Marvin and Linda are great um I've known Marvin for like six or seven years since I almost since as long as I've been out here um we've just been like friends I mean and just stayed in touch he's the one that took our SAP pictures uh, the one that we use like for our promos uh he also took my headshots that I still use um so he's also a very good photographer, other than writer, director, creator. Um, and Linda's just like, I've met her through Marvin even before Hintified, and she's always just been such a sweet like angel and like just such a supportive woman in the industry, which is, it's good because I think we still have a long way to go even with that. Like the Latinx, like just like really coming together where five years from now, like it was like, I'm the Latina on this one and I'm not gonna help you because I need to make sure that I still stay the Latina in the show and like I am the one going out for those other Latina roles or whatever it is. And you know, I get that, We're but we're so used to fighting for for ourselves that like it's, it, I think it like has, it like kind of like was creating tension or whatever, just in general. And it's it's nice to to be able to like, be so, so much more cohesive and together, just like, the latinx community in general not just the latinas or not just the latinos like you know there's people that identify as they and them and, and they're also together here with us and we're all like just like reposting each other's shows and like doing the podcasts and you know inviting each other to these dinners these events these you know whatever that is so i think that's that's also really important you know like what you're saying to support and divide and, and those shows for sure 
And though, so in your opinion, like, what, where did that change? Because my theory is that when, when like Donald Trump was elected, like more people start coming together and started be like, you know what, we're gonna help each other out because obviously, like, the government or our president doesn't have our best interest. That's my yeah. theory. But yeah. Like, what's your theory? Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't know when it started. I feel like I've always been like that. I'm sure there's times that I've been competitive because I'm super competitive. I was an athlete, like I did sports my entire life. Um, but I guess like, just like with humans, I try not to like judge or like, you know, be that person, but I know I've done it. Like I wouldn't say that I'm perfect. Um, I do think you're right. Like I think the Donald Trump thing uh, was a big, big influence on that, especially like when they started coming at undocumented people, like I'm Cuban, but you know, I, I still identify with, you know, Central Americans and, you know, even like Cubans, we don't have wet foot, dry foot. He took that away from us. So like, Ellen, come here, if they escape on a boat or however it is that they get here, they are undocumented now too, you know? So I think that, I think that all like, kind of like was like, hey, like we're all, we really are in this together. Like when it comes to like all the undocumented stuff and, you know, nobody, nobody wants to see like those images, those videos, like it's all like really sad. And it it's crazy because, when it first started seeing and what was happening, especially like in Texas, you know, with the kids in the cages and all these things, even though like these things have been happening before, but I think the media wasn't showing it as much for whatever reason. And, and like watching that, I was like, I feel like, I mean, we're not, I, I would never be like, oh, like, you know, uh, we, the, but these are, these are things that like in the Holocaust were happening. They were putting people in cages, you know, like, and I'm like, we just had a war fighting against this not that many years ago, truly. Like it wasn't a hundred years ago or whatever and here we are back doing this again and i know these things are also happening in other places like in africa there are like other things happening that we don't know but like that's because we're not we're not seeing the news about what's happening and i think that you know we just kind of all like realize we're coming together and also i would say a lot of the latinx shows i think have also helped uh, us come together one day at a time viva um you know uh hentified now like you know there's on my block, my block. Yeah. there's there's so many like you know party of five unfortunately you know just got canceled but like that's another show that really talks about the undocumented like you know latinos and i think i definitely think that those shows have helped you know not just make it like trauma like trauma porn like how they call it like it's not like we're not all these sad like we're not always sad like latinos but yeah. you know we 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 also are we also are doctors we also are lawyers we're you know and but we're also entertainers and and i think that like the entertainers and the latinx community have really stepped up because i saw the black community get together you know during black lives matter and all of that and i was like fuck yeah like that's so amazing i saw the asian community come together when crazy rich asians you know came out and and it's it's like it was about time that like the latinos got together so that did definitely make me really happy when it started happening i saw the latinos come out when one day without a mexican came out you remember oh, that one? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they did like where like all the Latinos didn't go to work, right? Yeah. 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 Like mm -hmm. they were protesting it, but it ended up being, uh, yeah. I guess, it ended up being a good thing. It was like showing people what's going to happen if you don't have Mexicans. Well, yeah. It's like right now, like who's who's picking your vegetables? Yeah. Like who's driving your buses? Mm -hmm. 
who's you know who's doing the, the train in new york where it's like filthy as fuck right now like and i say filthy like it's dirty like out in these streets because like you don't want to be out there you need to have a mask and gloves and the shit all but like who's doing that people of color they're black people they're asians they're latinos they're the middle eastern people they're you know just you know all types of people of color are the ones that are working these essential jobs even in the healthcare system like you know it's 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 a thing and it's it's so interesting to be like okay like you guys don't have our back but look who's the one doing the dirty work still yeah. still yeah well i mean going back to your podcast like everybody knows you as miss 305 but like when are you gonna have people on your show ah uh, i know um look i'm working on it that's 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 all i can say for now but i i definitely have have wanted to have pit on the show for a long time um i think in the beginning especially in the podcast like i said in the beginning like you know you, you feel like you have to prove something so i i tried my best to like book as big as big celebrities as possible like as much as i want to have you know my friend that whatever maybe has no following and like it's just an actor but like maybe has nothing going on like to plug or whatever that is as much as i'd like to have those people on me and and the boys as well you know we we know that you know it's a business and and in the show we it, we put on like everybody we mix it up we have a celebrity and we have someone that has maybe no instagram and it doesn't matter i don't care but for the podcast you know we are trying to get people that we can plug their stuff and promote their stuff because i want people to know who they are and what they're doing so that they can continue to like make money off whatever it is that they're doing and then supporting our people so yeah like i think i think it's i think it's just like guess wise it's we've have had big ones really big people like with millions and millions of followers and then other people that just have a few but it's like we don't base it off that but it definitely you know it does help you know when somebody like you like who found out of uh, about us through Paul Tompkins you know someone that like maybe would have never heard of SAP if it wasn't for PNT being on the episode no. or other people I heard from um, Nicole Byer oh, yes. about you, specifically about you. That's why I wanted to have you on. <laughs> yeah, Nicole, but I did her yeah. I did her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? That yeah, was a then, fun episode. And then from there, that's how I found out you had a show. And then uh -huh. from the show, you're having a podcast. Because yeah. like I said, I listen to, like, most of the podcasts I listen to are from the Earwolf Network. Okay. So I was listening to your dale, your your commercial the whole time. Like every oh, yeah. podcast I would listen to, that's the only thing I would hear. And I was like just pumped up, just waiting for it, waiting for it. And ever yeah. since listening to it. Yeah, no, we're trying, you know, look, my dream guest, I have a couple. I if I could like pick five right now, like I would say Bad Bunny, Drake, Ooh. Ooh. um, J Lo, Ooh. Pitbull, and Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson? I, yeah, I, a I basketball player, right? Oh, I love I love him. The answer. I used to be obsessed with him in high school for sure. I'm like, a dream would have been Kobe. R.I.P. I do I do love Kobe. LeBron would be awesome or D Wade. I'm like, I love I like basketball. So like if I had to pick like an athlete, it would for sure be like Iverson, LeBron, or so Wade. <laughs> would rather have like from Miami or from Lake from um, LA? Like, cause I know uh, you're you're raced in Miami, right in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, D Wade would be a dream because I'm from Miami and I've always been a D Wade fan, and he, no matter what, will always rep Miami. You know, more than more than anything. Um, 
but like LeBron is king. Like, oof. I'm at getting him on the podcast. I think I, I think I would die, and I think my boyfriend would also die. <laughs> We'd both be dead. R.I.P. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I, I'm definitely a Lakers fan, but Miami is my number one. I wear my my Heat jersey to the if I've gone to any game. I always wear my Heat stuff. So I mean, and if you get um, Wayne, then at least he could he could he'll bring on um, Gabriel Union. So you oh get my gosh. Win love them yes them and their daughter uh on you know their their other children they're just a beautiful family they're perfect <laughs> well i think like i've had an pr- amazing time hopefully you had a, a decent time yes I'm hoping. And, thank um, you for having me yeah so i want you to tell the listeners where they can find you your instagram your anything you want to promote oh no 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 before oh, before yeah. i even do any of that um i i saw that you were part of the youth cinema project and yes. she said Chavez Middle School, right? Yeah, so, we did a reading. I, I think this was a couple of weeks back. So um, my question is, like, how was it? And do you think you'll have something, like, something similar to that again? Because I, I didn't know about it. I would like to, like, at least promote it. Oh, yeah. No. Um. So, yeah, we... Okay, so the Youth Cinema Project is... Um, they work alongside La Leaf. And that's the Latin American International Film Festival that's here in, um, in L.A., uh, and they, so SAP was supposed to do a live reading of several scripts written by middle schoolers. Um, during the festival, we were gonna do that live, um, but I believe everything has been postponed um, due to you know COVID. And um, so they started doing these live readings and they reached out and I was like, oh my God, yeah, for sure. So we did a live reading of um, this boy, Julio. And we did his reading. It was really fun. It was last week. We did it live. It's on YouTube. Um, Yeah, the link. If you go to youthcinemaproject.org, I believe it. that's a website um, that you can find them. And they're doing, I mean, again, the Latinx community is coming through. You have the Latinas from Devious Maids. They did it two days after us. The people from One Day at a Time. Um, You know, cast from Vida. People from Gente Fight. Carlitos did it twice because he did it um, the week prior with Gente Fight castmates. And so, yeah, that we, you know, we're, look, we're all about making money, of course, that's how we need to pay our bills, you know, and, you know, but it's entertainment, so, you know, you can pick and choose, too, but we always, like, we're always down to do, like, nonprofit stuff, or, like, anything that we can do to help, we're, you know, we're, as long as we're available, we're down, like, we've done a couple other, like, just free shows and things like that, uh, for, like, fundraisers, or, like, we hosted for, like, the NHMC for their Impact Awards, and, and you know we're 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 very involved with the community as much as possible. Um, you know it's it's nice to do those things, and then again seeing your fellow peers in the industry out there doing the same thing, even from their own homes, uh, like we did. So yeah, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, they just reached out to us. I don't know if we'll be doing it again. I hope they'll do another run. Um, they might. I'm not sure. Uh, but definitely uh, that would be something to check out. Uh, but they can find all that information whenever we do stuff. Um, they can find it on our Instagram because I'll post whenever we have stuff. Well, give them that, those IG, <laughs> all those info, that info that they need so they could like support you guys. That is. Okay, so you can follow our team's Instagram. It's at Spanish Aki Presents. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Riza Licea. And that's R-A-I-Z-A-L-I-C-E-A. And yeah, I put on all my stuff on mine. I try as much as possible. It's a weird time. So I feel like it also feels weird to promote stuff. But, you know, we're, we're I think we're all like trying our best to still do our thing, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, people 
trust me i brought you a lot of different people and i recommend it and i'm recommending you this this podcast um i know you probably are gonna stop listening to mine because you're gonna devote your your time to their podcast but it's all good because ah. she kind of gave me hope she gave me hope that maybe i'll be featured on her podcast so maybe i'll give my followers back I don't dale, know. Dale. we need yeah. a uh, let's get a let's get a, a season gross? two we need a there season two <laughs> we don't know we don't know yet i don't yeah. even know when that happens if i'm being really honest everybody's like oh when's your next do you guys know if you have another year and i'm like i have no idea again podcast yeah. rookie like i have no you don't say nothing so i'm like i just go with the flow i do all the business for the team and all that stuff but i i really have no clue like what that looks like <laughs> well you guys signed the one day at a time petition let's start the, the uh, yes. sap petition so oh my god yeah. <laughs> yes could you imagine <laughs> hey hey we, could, we have to start somewhere right with yeah. my little podcast so, yeah yeah well well thank you for being here hopefully you enjoyed your time i certainly did and i'm less intimidated by you now than I was <laughs> before we started the show I swear, I'm just scary. I'm scary until I open my mouth. Then you're like, oh, she's tight. <laughs> I'm like, but that happens all the time, though. So don't feel, I'm like, but the truth is I do have a machete and an axe in the back of my car. I'm not that, that's, the, that's the reason why. That, not you, not the way you spoke. It was just that story about the machete that, that I was like, oh, okay. Okay, let's mm-hmm. rethink what our strategy for this. Yeah, yeah. I, I like my arms and my feet and my head, so... <laughs> That's that I, I like being I, I would like to leave it here. I came in tech, I would like to leave in tech. Dale fair. <laughs> All right. So like I said, thank you for being here. I don't want to take too much time off your day. Um I'll talk to you right now. Just let me end the, the like okay. this thing real quick. And, Dale. All right. Wow. So what you guys think? Was she amazing or was she amazing? I know. I know. She was amazing, right? So um hopefully you guys, like I said, enjoyed the show. Hopefully you guys go at her. Like I said, you could find her at Riza Licea on Instagram. And you can find the, the whole group at Spanish Aki Presents on Instagram. And if how about we go do that petition? How about we go message Earwolf and tell him, you know what, you should add Spanish Aki Presents for one more season or just forever. Um, that those are options, two options, but Make sure you go tell them. Tell them how much you enjoyed Raiza and go listen to their episodes. Go to Spanish Aki Presents on Instagram. They're available anywhere you listen to music, iTunes, Spotify. Go check them out. All right, guys. So I have to tell you guys where you can find me. Obviously, you're listening to me right now, but everybody does it. I don't want to be the only one not doing it, right? So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Let Me Know Pod. You can find the podcast anywhere you listen to music or anywhere you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio anywhere all right just google let me know pod and click on whatever is interesting to you and don't forget leave a five-star review on itunes and leave some words you know sometimes i get sad and depressed and i like to look at them see your messages and also it really helps for the show to be more visible to people that like podcasts similar to mine and also if somebody is interested in listening to show but they're in the fence if leave some words right there maybe you'll convince them so uh not only are you helping me but you're also helping my guests so make sure you do that and also i have hats i only have the ghost paleta hats left right now they're available for 20 dollars. and also i have t-shirts on teespring.com just look up let me know pod and if you use the promo code podcast or let me know you'll save 20 percent. and my suggestion is message me i'll get it for you and i'll get it for the price i buy my shirts because at the end of the day i care about you promoting the show more than you buying a shirt from them, to be honest. So we do all that. And um, we're all about to hit our three year anniversary. 
and with that uh, i have i had an idea i don't know if you guys like it or not but let me know what you think so i'm always featuring people from my community but i really don't feature the listeners you so my thinking is why not celebrate the people that made the podcast what it is now which is not much but it i came far from i, I came so far and it was because from supporters like you especially you that are listening to me right now or if you're a new you're a new listener hopefully from support from you listeners like you so what i was thinking is i invite one person a couple of people whoever wants to do it and we talk uh, i'll feature you on the podcast and i'll show you some love since you've showed me some love for the past three years i want to show you some love so i was thinking maybe if you guys can message me or you could send me an email at let me know pod and let me know if you if you think that's a good idea if you are willing to come on the show talk a little bit about yourself why you're listening to the show how you got started all right and we'll we'll celebrate that way because i really appreciate your guys' support and i think i'm not sure yet but hopefully i'm being optimistic all right so i'm recording this this part on april still so hopefully we made our goal of a thousand dollars i think right now we're at 195 dollars on gofundme so if hopefully we're closer to meeting our goal of a thousand dollars by may i think is may 25th so yeah so hopefully you guys are able to donate if you can if not go buy a shirt and some of the money from from some profits will go i'll put all the profits from that into making more, more either more stickers merch logos and also to keep the show going so if you guys would like to donate go to gofundme and look up let me know or look up my name angel lem hopefully it's not my name but hopefully if, if you guys could donate or also like i said you guys could send me a dm and i'll send you the links so that that includes if you want a t-shirt i'll send you the link to get a t-shirt to go fund me i also have a patreon account where i have different levels uh, and also i have stickers those are completely free all you gotta do is send me a dm or email me at let me know pod or send me a dm at let me know pod on instagram and facebook where you want me to send them and your name and i'll send them to you for free i appreciate you guys being here thank you to riza thank you for listening i really appreciate you and as always thank you for letting me be part of your day i guess till next time i'll see ya bye song has been brought to you by let me know podcast new episode every week available on all streaming platforms